All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. 32 minutes past the hour. Liftoff on Apollo 11. Neil Armstrong reporting the rolling pitch program, which puts Apollo 11 on a proper heading. Now, as we meet again on Active FM Studios with myself, Andrew Faladzi Wahahomu, thank you so much for tuning in. We know that you are part of our family now, and we really do appreciate that. It's February, and it's exciting. This is the love month, and I was actually looking at a very funny quote from one of the old and brilliant-minded scientists of all times, uh, is Albert Einstein. is saying, uh, gravitation is not responsible for people falling in love and i'm giving you this code because this is february and it's the month of love actually february uh, i mean valentine's it's actually tomorrow so i'm so excited about that because we're going to be having uh, amazing things that are happening tomorrow exciting news never end on the void show because the void show has now its own new official facebook page it's at the void show with andrew make sure that you search that the handle is at the void show with andrew make sure that you search that on the facebook and you like the page you follow the page so that you do not miss any episode from the void show family on the other hand you can search us on our website active fm website station it's www.activefm.co.za that is where you will get all uh, the shows from active fm different presenters with different energy levels amazing news you've got different kinds of shows sports um, 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 music um, quiet times sign and a lot more so make sure that you get to that website and you search what we're speaking about today broadcasting from Johannesburg South Africa now you surely have seen what we're speaking about today the title is how do we know what we know now a lot has been said in in science particularly about um, uh, you know we're speaking about black holes we're speaking about cosmology uh, astrophysics uh, 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 and many branches of science as well but the question that we want to know today is how do we know what we know uh, supernovas um, I mean everything that has been studied in science up to this point how did we know it I mean what do we do to study it and on studio for that we have a very special guest who has actually become a family to the void show he's been here and this is actually his third time he is directly from uh, the heart of the free state but now studying uh, bachelor of sciences in astronomy and astrophysics i'm going to give you this ad and right after this uh, he's joining us on the void show christ music is heart music Active FM, The Void Show. Now, I did mention that we are speaking about how do we know what we know, especially in the astrophysics, uh, in cosmology, we are speaking the universe. We will be joined by a very special guest who's going to be taking on a journey with us, of course, through the deep space. He is coming from the University of Vedvatersrand. He is doing his final year in astronomy and astrophysics. Uh, it's actually his third time joining us, and he's part of ProMeds, Kutuanung, uh, the Center for Science and Meds, and um, he is part of the Golden Key 
and now he is an author of the book that is still in the progress called The Essence of Knowledge. My name is Andrew Falazi Wahahomu. Make sure that you search us on at the Void Show with Andrew. Mr. Karabo Mosala, thank you so much for joining us on Active FM The Void Show. Thank you for having me. <laughs> it's always great to have you here. I mean, um, this is actually your third time being here, and um, you can just imagine why I keep inviting you to this show. It's because we are excited, we are thrilled to hear what you have to say to us this year. Uh, thank you for the opportunity. <laughs> Happy New Year, after all. Happy New Year to you too, and the family as well. Yes, yes. And one thing, congratulations, you are actually doing your final year of uh, your undergrad. How is the pressure? Well, the pressure is too much, but then we first got in, like, into the program knowing what to expect, so hmm. it's not that big. Wow, that's, that's, it's actually amazing. Um, I have a lot of things to speak about with you now. Um, you know, uh, uh, it's New Year, we want to know a lot of what science has for us this year, and exciting news, you were here actually last year, and you spoke about your book. Uh, I think you only began to, you, been, you only began to write it last year, The Essence of Knowledge. So I'm so excited to be speaking about this. But first thing first, um, um, what does the field of science has for us this year? Well, we have so many things in store, but then I think the ones that are like important to us and to the communities that we live in is the ones that we can surely observe and know about them like, huh. to this point. Yes. So we have things like um, the lunar eclipse. Are you gonna? Are you saying that we're having a lunar eclipse this year? Yeah, we're having a lunar eclipse this year. But then I, I'm not sure about the details because you can have a lunar eclipse, but then we can like it can only be observed at certain places. So I'm oh, not yeah. sure if here in South Africa we are going to be observing it or what. But then it's going to be happening on the fourth of July somewhere. There. Fourth of July, yes. somewhere else in the world. Yes. <laughs> Oh, is that the only thing that's happening this year? I mean, the field of science, astronomy and astrophysics, uh, are we expecting any interesting things that are going to be happening? Yeah, and um, in a long time yes. since this has happened, this year the moon will be passing in front of Mars. Is it? Yes. So you mean like we'll be seeing the planet Mars and the moon just passing in front of it? <laughs> well, not just like as close as i am but then with with um instruments that yeah. can magnify it to be large yes. then we can see it that is great and i cannot wait do you know when uh, will that be happening i'm not sure about the dates but that is absolutely one thing that's amazing. Yes, it's something that we can like we can just look forward to this year. And I think it's also one thing, uh, you know, funny fact, not really funny, but then interesting and exciting thing to be in the field of astronomy and astrophysics because you get to see these things happening and it's just amazing for them to, to for you to be seeing them. Yeah, it's something big and important to us. Hmm. So uh, it's it's a new year and I, I hope I did say happy new year. Um um what's happening I mean in the field of astronomy and astrophysics and cosmology, you mentioned them. Um, do we have, I mean, we, we know that as, uh, you know, the humans, we celebrate what we call a new year. So is, is, it any, is there any special, you know, physical significance that's happening in the universe uh, in terms of astronomy and astrophysics? Well, a year, firstly, you have to understand what a year is. 
before you can even start and depicting uh, how important or how amazing it is to the field. Hmm. So a year, a year we can measure it. Like in astronomy, we call it the sidereal year. Yes. That simply means we just measure um, the orbit of the Earth around the sun. Oh, yeah. Relative to a certain star. Because obviously you cannot say something is moving until you like you take reference to something. Hmm. So yeah, we like a year is just um a full like a full orbit around the sun hmm. relative to a certain star. So 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 do you think a lot of people know this that we actually have a year because of actually a long history uh, in in science and actually I mean if if the earth is going around the sun and it's completing a full cycle do you think a lot of people know this that that's why it's called a year Well due to the like due to the amount of information that people can access nowadays yeah yeah i can pretty sure that they have an idea of what's going on but then they don't fully know the the dynamics behind that on how a full cycle is measured relative to something hmm. and you are mentioning one thing again uh, relative to to something why is that always important that uh you know especially or in particularly in the field of science we always have to have things relative to each other Okay um for example let's yeah, yeah. say i am sitting next to you yes. and sitting next to you i'm i'm stationary relative to you oh yeah for you to see that i am moving there has to be a change in distance between us yes definitely but then in that case we are like the scales are less because it's, it's like it's only me and you mm. but then when you talk about what happens in the universe yes. we are talking about larger scales so you have to first pick up a point where you can take it like where where you can take it as a reference so that you can say okay relative to this point mm. we have moved this far hmm otherwise you can't just keep moving through the universe without any point that you are referencing with you from your frame like yes. from your frame you can be moving but then someone who is at a different frame yeah. cannot necessarily see that you are moving until they pick up a point and then say okay relative to this in space you yeah, are yeah. moving Hmm. Exciting. Remember that we are joined in studio by Mr. Karabo Musala, right from the heart of the Free State, which is a province in South Africa. And right now he is in Gauteng, Johannesburg, studying a Bachelor of Sciences in Astronomy and Astrophysics. Make sure that you find us on Facebook. It's forward slash ActiveFM777. Now, Mr. Karabo, last year we had the very first picture of a black hole being uh, found, right? Yes. Now I'm thinking because um we've been speaking about black holes for a very very long time, but now why did we only have to see the picture? Uh, I mean popping up last year. And congratulations to some of the South African scientists who actually joined in the uh, you know the the picture that uh, was found last year. So uh, if you can just answer that question, uh, why? Well, we have to, like we first have to understand how what is a black hole and yes. how we have been knowing about it even before the picture was released. Hmm. So here, let me just um, dedicate this yeah, yeah. to to someone who did like a great job behind yes. uh, everything that we know about black holes nowadays, mm -hmm. which is the late Dr. Stephen Hawking. Hmm. So 
everything that we have been knowing about a black hole about black holes and whatsoever is firstly understanding understanding what is a black hole hmm. so a black hole is a black hole is a point in space a hole in space mm-hmm. by which um there is like the highly strong uh gravitational fields hmm. so we've we've been knowing about them yeah. due to studying um the gravitational waves that we have in space mm. so if if we can say at this point mm. we have strong gravitational like gravitational effects mm-hmm. then we we can surely say there is something there that's causing the gravitations. Hmm. And now you are mentioning a point of strong gravitational fields. Are you uh, trying to say that uh, in 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 the universe we've got a different? Uh, I mean, uh, 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 I mean, strengths of uh, the gravitation fields. Could they be maybe different uh, strengths of the gravity? Okay, let's take it in this way. Yes. Let's say we choose a point in space yes. where we have like we absolutely have nothing we remove everything around that point hmm. the strength of the like the gravitational strength at that point is the gravitational strength that is way different from the ones that we feel here on earth hmm. yes so gravitation works in a way that still goes to the relative thing Hmm. Gravity is being produced by mass, so you have to have a mass in mm-hmm. order to have gravitational fields. Yes. So a strong gravitational fields that simply says we would like more we mass. have more mass. Oh, very interesting. Very, very interesting. So I, you know, somebody asked me this question a few days ago, and they were like, "In space, we don't have gravity." What What do you have to say on that? <laughs> well, we do have gravity. Yes. Okay. Let me say this. Yeah. In space, in space, yeah. we don't like we don't randomly have gravity. There are points in space where there is no gravity. Yes, yes. But then there are points. Oh, so there are points in space where there's like zero gravity. Well, I wouldn't say zero, completely <laughs> zero, because we have things like dark matter. Oh, oh, very interesting. <laughs> yes, yes. So you cannot say that um, we have absolutely zero gravity on like in space yes yes uh, but now why uh, when astronauts are in space uh, why are they floating well that's that's the effects of weightlessness oh weightlessness yes what is weightlessness what is being weightless okay so let's say um we take the moon yes and earth and then we send an astronaut from earth to the moon mm-hmm. but then in between in between the like strictly at the center be- yes. like of the path from earth to the moon there is a point where the gravitational effects of the earth and of the moon mm-hmm. completely balances oh yeah yeah yes. yeah yes so at that point at that point we experience weightlessness that simply means that we have no weight because weight as i said that weight weight is is a product of gravitational fields yes gravitational fields is a product of mass so mm. at that point we have a distribution of of mass that's that's almost the same so we have no gravitational effects as such hmm. 
We are speaking about how do we know what we know. And if you've just scrolled to this point, make sure that you go back to the beginning and, of course, uh, hear what we were speaking about in studio. So, Mr. Karabo Musala, this is a very interesting question. Um, a lot has been discovered in the field of science, in the field of astronomy in more particular. So, the question is, how do we know what we know thus far? We know what we know based on observations. Huh. We know what we know based yes. on, inv- on on investigations. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, so observations. What kind of observations are you speaking about here? If you can just make some examples, few examples for us uh, on that point. Okay. Um. Like, like as the ancient uh, scientists were doing. Yes. In specific, like specifically, we can quote uh, Galileo Galilei. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For him, he like he already had models of how how Earth or how everything in the solar system is is placed, mm. or how everything in the universe is placed. Mm. Because before him, we they they believed that Earth was the center of the universe. <laughs> but that is due, very exciting thing, yes. <laughs> but due to but due to observations that he made, he figured that no, Earth is not the center of the universe. Hmm. The sun does not orbit Earth. <laughs> we orbit the Earth. We like we at on Earth we yes. orbit the sun. So it's based on taking what you know, placing it into observations and, and, and then knowing which one is which one. I am thinking that, you know, when you are now coming to this point of um, um, actually they had believed in the past that um, the Earth was the center of the universe and they came, you know, they believed everything was orbiting Earth and all that, which takes me to a point of the, the, the cosmological principle that our place in the universe is not really special at all. Um, what's your view on, on, on that uh, point? It is not special because, <laughs> like, there are so many things, interesting yes. things that we don't know that they are happening out there or what. Yes. It's just the like the cosmological principle just say that we at the point where we are, we are not special. Hmm. We like as far as we know, we can have a civilization somewhere that also think that they are special. <laughs> so you just say in the universe there is no special place. Hmm. So there is no special. If you can go to like huge distances away from Earth, it's it's not a special place. It's the same as anywhere else. Yes, that's that that is exciting. So, Mr. Karabo Musala, I'm, I'm gonna go to, for a music session right now, and right after this music session, I want us to, uh, you know, dig deep to the book that you are currently writing, The Essence of Knowledge. And I did really see that you are speaking about uh, the before the beginning of time and all those interesting things. And for that, I'm gonna play you out there listening to the Void Show. This very special gem from Active Worship saying endless a victory it says before the beginning of time it's very special and i'm also playing it for you mr karabo masala so please enjoy this song the void show has now its own official facebook page it's at the void show with andrew find us on itunes our google podcast and of course on youtube we've got movie shows there but for now make sure that you have this leisure time to yourself and enjoy endless victory
the cost of redemption so high. Jesus, how great are your words. Jesus, how profound your thoughts. Overwhelming love overwhelms my heart. I know you loved me from the start. I want to Oh, 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 oh,
This is The Void Show on Active FM with myself, Andrew Faladzi Wahahomu. And of course, that was uh, Active Worship, our very own Active Worship, saying to you, Endless Victory. It's actually one of my favorite songs, and I hope uh, you've enjoyed it. Joining us in studio today is Mr. Karabo Musala from the University of Vetwatersrand, completing his undergrad in astronomy and astrophysics. So thank you so much, Mr. Karabo, for being with us once more Again on Active FM Studios. Uh, thank you so much. Yes, and um, um, if you've just scrolled to this point, you should go back and listen to what we had in studio. It was really very interesting, a hot atmosphere in studio today with Mr. Karabo Musala. So, uh, before the the break, uh, the music session break, uh, we spoke about that. I want to speak with you about the book that you're currently writing, and you were, of course. Uh, uh, I mean, last year you spoke about this, but I believe that it has made a huge progress uh, to to this point now. Yes, um, 
I'm I'm there. I'm I'm I'm, I'm done. So <laughs> soon enough, I'll be done. Okay. One thing. Very uh, first question regarding your book. What what motivated you? And I think I've asked you this question before, but I I really want uh, our listener to have a feeling of uh, what motivated you to write a book. Well, if if you look at the world that we are living in now, the communities have the ignorance on on everything that's going on, especially especially that's everything that's been proposed in science. Mm. So we, with this book, I'm saying that um, everyone who 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 does not ignore the facts about the universe, the facts about how we are going to like where we are going to and how everything mm. started and how everything is going to end mm. should be in a position of accessing such material and knowing about the truth about the universe Hmm. And and thank you so much. I, I've actually had the honor, the privilege, you know, uh, uh, I don't know, whatever that could mean to you. But then I've actually had that honor of having the manuscript of the book. Thank you so much. And I've actually did go through it and it's it's very, very interesting. But one thing you, I, I'm going to ask you this, the title of the book, it's The Essence of Knowledge. And a question just arises from reading the title of the book, The Essence of Knowledge. I mean, what comes in my mind is that can there ever be the essence of knowledge? Yes, they can. Like, they, there has <laughs> always been the essence of, any, of, of knowledge. The essence of knowledge is just saying that everything that we have, everything that we know now, we should be having it in order to apply it, not having it in order to confess our ignorance. What do you mean by confessing your ignorance? Confessing our ignorance is how, like, for example, let's say there's something that's been released, the mm. news that's been released about, let's say, um, we are going to collide with some asteroid. Due to the fact of not knowing first what, what an asteroid is yeah, or yeah. how the entire progress, like the entire process happens mm. is on its own ignorance. Because as, as people who are living on this small planet, mm. in this gigantic mm. um, universe, mm. we should be in a place of knowing everything that's going on. Hmm. <laughs> so, um, um, uh, now... I did mention that I had the opportunity, the privilege to have this book, right? Yes. And I'm not going to go through uh, into it uh, very much deep because I believe you want people to, to, to go uh, view your book. But now uh, the question that I want to ask you is um, you, you, you dedicated this book to your mother, right? Yeah. Uh, your mother, Sarah Macy Mutsuenin, right? And uh, I'm just going to read this if you don't mind. May your soul travel peacefully both in space and in time among the stars and galaxies from one century to the next. May the end of time in this universe not limit the path to be traveled. Thank you for being a loving mother. So through the medium of radio waves, uh, I, I can just feel the deepness of this uh, dedication. I don't know if you've got anything that you want to say about this dedication to your mother. Well, my mother died at, like I was like 11 years old. Hmm. So I didn't necessarily have that enough time to know her. Yes. So for the times, for those 11 years that, well, 11 years plus nine months, hmm. that I was in her life, mm. everything she did, everything 
she could do was just amazing. So mm. this is me saying you couldn't see what your son becomes, mm. but through this, may your name be written or be known amongst the critics or amongst the supporters of science mm. that you've raised such a wonderful guy. Wow. By my very deep condolences for that, um, but I, I believe that is really such an, a deep point and, and an amazing point. Uh, where do you see yourself in the next coming years? Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and this question arises because of what you just mentioned now. It's, it's very deep and very sad about your mother. And I, I love this because this is going to be on air. It's going to be a podcast online and it's going to be here for so many years so that in the future, you, maybe you've got children, you just make them listen to this. I mean, where, where do you see yourself in, in, in those years? Well, firstly, in science or let's say in, in physics specifically, we are looking at a major event that's going to change the history of, of humans, hmm. which is the one being led by Elon Musk, which is the journey into, like, the journey to Mars. Hmm. <laughs> so now, with regard to everything that's happening, yes. in the next three, five, seven years down the line, hmm. I want to be in a place of knowing that I contributed something towards this amazing quest. Wow, wow. That is really amazing. Um, now, you now have a code. I actually have your WhatsApp numbers and you, 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 you've been posting a lot. Um, um, I won't really <laughs> do, I mean, say uh, a lot of posts that you said, but some, some of them, I'm going to read this one that you have uh, uh, written on your book. Um, and I want you to please just elaborate on this code, you know. Um, <laughs> yes, um, okay. It says, I have traveled far beyond the stars, but I still cannot exit our beloved universe. In my mind, I see an ocean full of other universes. Karabo Musala. Well, this is, this is, the code itself is a test of how much your mind can take. Hmm. We know the universe is big. Like yes. it's endless to what we know. Yes. But then I am saying that I know everything that I know even beyond the stars. So my mind simply stipulates that as the as the recent researches are being done, that hmm. there might be other universes that are out there that that are similar to ours or distinctively different to mm. ours this is me saying that i have known what i have known even to what stars can offer to where stars are from uh, or to where stars end but then i see the world of possibilities of us mm. discovering other universes like neighboring our universes yes. and possibly in the future we can hopefully exit this universe as Stephen Hawking once stated <laughs> on Stephen Hawking it seems like Stephen Hawking is one of your uh, <laughs> favorite scientists <laughs> yeah he, yes. he he has done a great 
job because you actually mentioned him in you know uh, in 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 this uh, the book that you're currently writing there is a dedication for him why i mean we've got so many scientists i mean newton we've got uh, uh, albert einstein you know really brilliant mind scientists and it seems like but you have a deep con- i mean connection or relationship with stephen <laughs> well i'm um, okay. i am all about breaking boundaries Hmm. not setting limits to everything that humans can achieve stephen hawking's towards his uh, towards he towards him completing his phd yes. he was diagnosed and couldn't walk hmm. and later couldn't even talk hmm. but even due to those instances or mm. those things that happened to him mm. he didn't say okay i am disabled i can't do anything i can't talk mm. i can't walk mm. that simply means I'll, i'm going to just give up on everything i yeah, wanted yeah. to be yeah, 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 but yeah, then yeah. he pushed we know so many things that we know mm. today about black holes thanks to him so it's just like i admire the pers- like stephen Haw- like like the late stephen hawking because he shows that Once you put your mind onto something mm. there shouldn't be any boundary that can stop you or anything that can limit your intelligence. <laughs> that is uh, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. Remember that we are having Mr. Karabo Masala in Active FM Studios right in Johannesburg, South Africa from the University of Witwatersrand in Johannesburg. I'm going to challenge you on this. Now, there is a quote I was reading a book called Popular Science and there's a quote, right? It says, um perhaps the greatest scientific challenge lies in the future. And then it says the challenge that science is harnessed for the greater good of all what i mean that quote is a scary and it's it's really it it really makes someone to grow goosebumps i mean <laughs> what 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 are you thinking of of such a quote i mean i mean could should we be afraid of what could come in the future because of science um or should we be afraid science science just brings out facts hmm so with everything that we know mm. from science mm. we can harness uh, the dangers like um mm. the like the threatening climate changes that mm. we experience now mm. Mm. we can in the future we can uh, possibly even go beyond this earth mm. and saying from science mm. we know that at some mm. at a certain stage mm. of our lives or of the lives of upcoming mm. humans mm. or upcoming civilizations there would be a place where everything like the sun yes. just distracts so we can harness from that yeah. the, like the the fact that if we are not prepared mm. if we are not prepared to mm. live this earth there won't be any future of like for humanities hmm. for humans not humans for, for humans uh, uh, Okay uh, <laughs> I I I do get that. Now a, a point that I want to take actually from uh, part of what I've read in the essence of knowledge. Human intelligence can never have a boundary. Yes. <laughs> That's actually one of the uh, last points that I'm going to ask you. Uh, human intelligence can actually never have a boundary. What made you say this? Well, 
there are so many things that we have learned in the past. Mm. There are so many things that we are learning now. And there are so many things I'm sure that we are still going to be, like, to be learning. Yeah, yeah. So that just says, like, mm. intelligence yes. cannot be limited by anything. Hmm. So we can move. We can move with intelligence. Mm. We can break any, any limit. We can break any boundary. But uh, I believe uh, intelligence by definition can actually mean a lot more. What do you think intelligence is? Well, intelligence is just the ability to adapt, to oh, change. Interesting. To everything that comes our way. Hmm. <laughs> now, one very last point before I end the show. Um, there is a last section, I hope, in the book. It's uh, God or Science. This is a very touchy, intriguing topic that one could actually ever speak about in the whole wild world. What are you telling us uh, with God and science in this, the essence of knowledge? Well, most people think that or know or believe that God and science are two separate things. But mm. then trust me, when you go deep into science, when mm. you dive deep into mm. science, mm. we can take the the fact of the existence of god so importantly hmm. so this is just saying there is nothing like god or science yes these things they are interrelated that simply means that we can relate them in any way so there i'm just showing that we have been ignoring the fact that science and god hmm. go hand in hand this wow. is the proof that i'm going to bring that's, I, I, I cannot wait for the release of this book. I cannot wait. I'm hoping to be one of the very first persons to actually buy the book. Now, why do you think people separate God and science? Well, everything that they know or everything that they believe that they know. Mm. For example, there are so many scientists that uh, disregarded the fact of the existence of God, mm. which is like, Completely wrong. Yes. Completely wrong because mm. when you go deep into science, mm. there is a certain place or, a, or there is a certain point mm. where we can no longer explain everything according to science. Hmm. But then if you include God to the picture, <laughs> it makes sense. Everything becomes <laughs> incredible. I think a lot of people deny that, right? Yes, they, they do. Wow. I actually I am actually thinking of coming up with a, a topic and I'm hoping to invite you. I'm going to bring a whole lot of a bunch of scientists to actually come and discuss God and science. I'm hoping for you to come and join us again. Yes, it would be a pleasure. This is Mr. Karabo Musala, right from the heart of the Free State, who's of course studying uh, his final year at the University of Vatrasrand uh, in astronomy and astrophysics. Mr. Karabo Musala, I don't know if you've heard any uh, last words that you want to say. Not like you're dying, but you know, <laughs> anything that you want to say before I end the show? Well, um, humans mm. are a very powerful civilization but then everything that has been going on the ignorance part is making our world weak hmm. so instead of ignoring everything that's happening whether you're in humanities you're in biology mm -hmm. you're in whatever mm -hmm. you still live in this universe so try by all means and know everything about the about this 
hmm. it's an amazing quest. <laughs> I, I I don't want to end this show, but now um um Mr. Karabo, any social media platforms are for our listener at home wanting to have uh, contact with you? Well, on Facebook is yes. Karabo Masala. Karabo uh, that's, Masala. That's the most active one. Mr. Karabo, thank you so much for joining us on The Void Show, Active FM. I am really hoping to have you once more again. Thank you so much. I'm going to create this topic, God and Science, and I want you to be there. It will be a pleasure. (laughs) Mr. Karabo Mosala joining us in studio. And if you've just scrolled to this point, make sure that you go right to the beginning and hear what we had in studio. Exciting news. The Void Show, remember, has its now own official Facebook page. The handle is at The Void Show with Andrew. Make sure that you also find us on Twitter. It's at ActiveFM. I have traveled far beyond the stars, but I still cannot exit our beloved universe. In my mind, I see an ocean of other full universes. Karabo Musala. Right after this, I am closing. Hi, this is Kayla and you're listening to Active FM. The Void Show with myself, Andrew Faladzi, Wahahom, when apparently we have came to an end of our show. But the question that I always ask is, what did you learn today? We had Mr. Karabo Musala from the University of Vedvatarasrand, who was actually joining us in studio, and he shared a lot of things, sad moments, happy moments, and again, one of his future plans. What is he going to be doing um, in the future? Make sure that you find Active FM on social media platforms. Uh, it's Instagram. It's at Active FM Triple Seven. Facebook forward slash Triple Seven. And remember that the Void Show now has its own new Facebook official page. The handle is at the Void Show with Andrew. You can find other movie shows um, on the YouTube and our website. It's www.activefm.co.za. For me, myself and I, I'm going out of this place and I really did enjoy. But remember the question, what did you learn? I feel like I should read this uh, 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 quote again. Uh, It's, I have traveled far beyond the stars, but I still cannot exit our beloved universe. In my mind, I see an ocean full of other universes. From Active FM, I will see you same time, same place, right here next week. Hey, see your friend, try to do this hot music.